Okay, good morning, good morning. Yes, I am still up, up and at it. And normally when I'm off, I usually, the Holy Ghost really gets me up around probably about four or whatever. And I just meditate in, in, in his presence and, um, you know, just see what what's the assignment for the day. And um, when I'm getting off from work, I'm praying, talking. And while I'm at the bus stop, I'm scrolling through my phone. You know, checking out, seeing what's happening, what didn't happen. You know, see if anybody sent me any messages or whatever. And so I came across this uh, video with your girl. Um, I forgot her name, but she played like the auntie. She played in uh, Madea. She played in uh, Soul Food. She played in, uh, uh, I don't know, it was The Black Christmas or something like that. Well, anyway, she is a phenomenal actress, strong character, right? And she was talking about, uh, she was talking, well, really, she was speaking firmly <laughs> to this young man. And matter of fact, let me see if I can play the, the clip because I'm going to share something pertaining to this clip. And a prophecy that came forth that is really, really prevalent to what is happening in the world and what is happening to women from men vice versa too women have done things to men but this is um really really targeting uh, the brothers men out there all nationalities you know we're gonna have to get our act together because god about to vindicate his daughters and so um he was sharing. I'm okay. I'm going to uh, play this so you can hear it. She's mad. Because every six months, you want to roll up in here and tell people what to do. But this is a 24-7 job. Do you understand me? I don't care what you think about her. This one, the mother of your child, she is a damn good mother. Whether she's sick, when she's tired, when she just plain old don't feel like it. She don't have anybody to pass the baton to. Nobody here to pass it to. She's the first one up in the morning and the last one to go down at night. She's the mother, the father, the doctor, the nurse, the chauffeur, the therapist. And if she decides to leave her son behind and go chase after her dream, well, we're done to be For real, for real. And this is a scene from, um, <laughs> kind of had me in tears. Um, it don't say what movie it's from. Um, I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find out, uh, what movie it's from, but you know what? <laughs> Who I know this is going to be a series in itself because, um, men, I love all my brothers. I love y'all, okay? But I'm going to have to tell the truth and shame the devil. Some of you all got it going on. And as I put in a disclaimer, you know, uh, if you fit in that category, hey, go handle your business. If it don't pertain to you, hey, you ain't got nothing to worry about. All right? But um, so I received this prophecy. I received this prophecy. I've been saying it. I've been talking about it on my show. I've been trying to explain to different people, you know, um, men, men really act like they don't need a woman. 
But when if the truth be told, you need that woman. I, I don't care what kind of woman you have. You need that woman. God created woman for man. We was created in God's image. You and I, man and woman, we was created in God's image. That's the number one thing. Okay, and he breathed the very life in us and we became living souls. You can find that in Genesis 1. You can find it in John 1. Uh, I'm not here to try to even throw scriptures out here. But if somebody want to, you know, try to like, okay, she's saying all this. Let me go check this out, you know. So, yeah, go search it out. I want you to go search it out. Because I need the men. I'm talking straight to the men. It's not even Father's Day. Because every day is Father's Day just like every day should be Mother's Day. Because we both have an important role to play in this earth, especially in our family, especially if you have children. You know, and I know we have these mixed homes now, blended family. Guess what? When it all comes down, it's between that man and that woman. And we both have a responsibility, but it behooves me with men. Okay, I'm coming back. And this is not no man bashing uh, rant. This is just, it is what it is because a warning came forth for the men pertaining to God's daughters. So, as a prophet to the nation that I know I'm called to be, all right, and uh, a lot of things the Father have shown me, and it has come to pass, I don't go out here and market it like some people go out here and do all this. No, no, no. But when it's, when it's relevant and when the urgency is there, Whoa. And now I'm starting to understand a lot of things are happening and being exposed. Men are being exposed because they have not done this one thing I'm going to talk about. You know. So, I'm sounding the alarm. I am the voice in the wilderness. I am the voice on this internet feed. I am the voice to prepare the way. So you can have an open portal of blessings continuing through your life, man. Because some things just should not be. All right. Now, it's time for the men, period, to respect the woman. It's time for the brothers to respect the sisters. It's time for the men to stand up and be a man. It's time. You know, and it's time for the men to stop abusing the women. You're you're emotionally, physically, verbally, spiritually, financially abusing the woman. And the woman was not created for you to even go that route. God created that woman and presented her to the man because he looked over the whole world and he saw everybody had a partner except Adam. And guess what? The Lord himself said, Adam, you're going to need some help. So he provided, he went there and made another human vessel. Listen to me good. He made another human vessel and breathed his own life into her. And then he made her so magnificent 
everything that you feeling, man, when you see a woman, that's the that's the intimacy of God, the loving part of God that he created that woman so you can enjoy. Not to beat up, not to curse out, not to call her a bitch, not to call her a whore, kicking her around, making her feel less work than a queen that she is. Come on, I'm going to hit home. I'm going to hit home with this. It can't wait till uh, Monday night throw down. I'm throwing it down right now. On Throwback Thursday, right now, we throwing this down. Because it was really way back then <laughs> that God created it. And that's why certain traditions was in place. Because they knew the sacrament of the man and the woman and the importance when two come together. You bring in nations together to build that legacy. You see? We got all kind of bastard nations running around here because the mom and the dad are just sleeping with anybody. The dad just dropping his seed into anybody. And then get mad when the child support issue come up. Yeah, I'm going to talk about all of that. When you just keep yourself, keep your stuff in your pants. Now, like I said, this is not for everybody. That's why I put the disclaimer in there. Don't get mad with me, brothers. Because I know if some of y'all on this feed, y'all handling your business. I'm even leaving y'all voice message. So this ain't for you. Because you with your family. You with your children. You with your wife. If you have a girlfriend or a woman that you interested in being a woman, you take care of her. You love her. You care for her. Be there for her. Respect her. Honor her. Just don't take it for granted because she's there. You got her there for a reason. So why just, you know, <laughs> you know, like I said in one of my messages, you know, you know, when, when it's convenient, we common law married. But soon as something piss you off or whatever, you're ready to go. Man, sure, I ain't married to her. Oh, but you was common married three months ago. Showing off, this this is this my woman, y'all. This 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 gonna be my wife. This my wife, y'all. We common law married, which you know by law you be with a person, um, three months. Now I know in the state of Texas and in the state of Louisiana, really somebody can take you to court. That woman or that man can take you to court if you've been with that person more than three months. You a common law marriage if you acquire any assets together or whatever. Yeah, it's a big issue. I, I, have, I have a whole message on that I did. Because stuff is so, you know, we call it evil good and good evil. And then on the flip side of it, a woman must be something special because guess what? They got some of, some of the brothers want to be like us. To the point they're getting injections so they can get the booze, you know. They're getting the butt. Some of them walk in stilettos better than I can walk in heels. I give them their prompts too, but go ahead with your bad self, baby. You walk in them. You go ahead and go walk that walk. Walk it, baby. Walk it. But I always say walk it, brother. Walk it, brother. I'm always going to acknowledge him as a man because God created that woman. And it was important that that woman be with that man to help him through his life. Now, nah, brothers, tell me the truth. 
we all, you know, sometimes we get in our little feelings, we get in our little moods, you know, and we, like, we high-fiving our brothers. Yeah, bro, I got that. You know, I got that. You know, man, nah, I got that. Okay, so what did what did you get out of that for just getting that? Yeah, you got her in the bed, you know, and then you walked away. Then what? How did you get her? What, what did you do? You lied. You manipulated her. You swayed her. You seduced her with your words. You found her her weak point because you just you just want to how y'all say tap that. So now after you have um, targeted and hit your mark, now you done walked away. Now this young lady thinking you was all into her. Oh, he really liked me. He take time out with me. He talked to me. You know, uh, he say he liked you. And he want to be with me. Oh, you know. So she she feeling you. But you ain't feeling her. You just trying to get that. So you go, yeah, bro, I got that. I got that. So this prophecy, whoa, whoa, brothers, y'all going to have to repent. A lot of y'all going to have to go back and clean house. I'm telling y'all. Because this prophecy came forth and God saying that he's vindicating his daughters now. God saying. Ain't nobody. Ain't, I ain't saying this. God saying this. That he's vindicating his daughters. And so I'm sounding an alarm now, and I'm going to point out some things that I know not only that have happened to me uh, and how it came about, but from what I'm hearing from how other women been treated, from what I see on television. And it just, and then it just like, it really gets me. Why do men always got to punch the woman in the face and punch her in the head and kicking her? Why so much hatred? Why so much abuse? Y'all ever thought about that, men? You ever sit there and watch the TV? What kind of feeling do you get when you see that man punching that woman on a TV screen or in that movie? Why they always got to slap the woman? Now, I know I, know I can hear some of y'all right now, but yeah, but she came at me. You know, I didn't want to fight that girl. She came at me. I was trying to hold her down, so that was the only way I was going to get her off of me. Okay, but still, what made her so angry enough to want to even knock you out? Because I know some instances in, in my life, I had to look back on myself. And I know for a fact, I allow stuff to pile up and pile up and pile up until, huh, homeboy say one thing, man, I got that, that, that glass and threw it at him. I was like, you know what? You need to shut the hell up. Pressure, pressure cooker. Just, just pressure, pressure, pressure. A woman can take so much and what... The brothers, what men are putting on a woman, it is not. God did not create her to carry all that weight. And like your girl said on the little intro thing, she's the cook, the clean. She got the babysit. She's the nurse. She's the therapist. Then she got to take care of the children. Then when y'all come in, we got to make sure your food cook. We got to make sure we uh, rub your ego. Oh, and don't talk about the sex part. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all want us to give y'all head. You know, you ain't even took a bath. Bro, please go take a bath. Go clean yourself first. Please. That's on a fantasy on the television. Please go and take a bath. And y'all that ain't got your foreskin, ain't got circumcised, please pull the skin back and clean yourself. That's just nasty. So the woman tired, all right, 
she kind of needs some encouragement. She kind of need some loving. She kind of just need a hug. Really, us women, we don't even want that much, men. If you could just hug us, just hug us. Can you take five minutes and just hug us? Instead of always want to get into us, bumping and grinding. And then y'all come with all this other stuff. Oh, turn around, turn around. Oh, I want to get in your booty. I want, come on, I want to try. Where's all this coming from? Respect. God created that woman as a benefit to you men. To help you become what God already put in you. And in the midst of it, God has put mechanisms in her. That she's flexible with your vision. Why you think women can stay with a man. Especially y'all brothers. Y'all just really beat down the black woman. My God. The black woman is the strongest woman ever. Guess what? We must be something because all the other nationalities want to be like us. Y'all don't give us a break. Ooh, Dr. D, what happened that fast? Where you coming at with all this? Ooh, Lord, you just running it. Well, like I said, I'm the voice in the wilderness. I don't be knowing what I'm going to talk about until, you know, something come across. And I'm like, whoa, what is this? Then I got to speak on it. God created man to have dominion in this earth. Like, 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 you know, like I heard one brother say, man, you know, I guess I, I will never get married, you know. And I was like, well, why would you say that? Yeah, because this, you know, relationships, I just think can deal with relationships. It's just so difficult. Why is it so difficult? Oh, I forgot. Because you don't want to change. You don't want to put the eff- the extra effort to love that woman, to care for that woman, to go the extra mile for that woman. Like, but you want her to go the extra mile for you. You want her to support your vision. You want her to give up her dreams to support your dreams. Oh, you want her to give you head when you don't even want to go take a bath. Oh, you want her to do all this other stuff for you. You want her to give her own money for your vision. Oh, 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 but you don't want to be in a relationship because you don't want to vice versa and do the same for her. Wow. That's really, really interesting. Yeah, you're right. You know what? You may not never get married until you change that pissy attitude. Because no matter what, it's a give and take thing. It has to be a win-win in a relationship. And men, you can't always want the woman to be always the one, always doing the extra mile, always, and you're not giving back. you draining her. You bringing her down in her soul. Her soul is her mind. Her will. She's not even willing to do it anymore because you done tore down her mindset. And now it's affecting her emotions. And now she walking around like she really don't care. And she show it to you in the bedroom. Damn, babe, you all right? You ain't into it like you, you know, you ain't into it like, like, like you normally. Well, I guess not. What did you do? To motivate her, to caress her throughout the day. Did you check up on her today? Did you call and see? Hey, babe, I'm just, you know, how your day going? Hey, I'm not going to keep you long. Just just checking on you. Just want to, you know, you need anything? I love you. I'll see you tonight. 
You know, just because, not just her birthday, anniversary, and half the time, men forget about all of that. Somebody else got to remind you to remind you of your own wife or your own woman, special days. Do you have a just because day? Baby, come on, let me take you out. Oh, what, what's going on? What happened? You know, you know, man, you know, we're going we gonna, to see it's out the norm. We're not, we not used to you doing something just because. All right. So, you know, yeah, don't get all, don't get all ego twerking when, when she asks you this, you know, because she ain't used to it. All right. What happened? What, what's going on? What, what you done did? Uh, what you about to ask me? What you need? Because, see, she, that's all you used to go with her. You go to her about. You want her to do something. You know, see, them little manipulative tactics got to stop. You, We need, as a people, just do things just because. Babe, I love you. I care about you. I don't know my life will be without you. I don't want to lose you. That's why we're going to dinner. I, just because... You you stuck with me. You stuck with me. When I ain't have no job, you stuck with me. When I was frustrated and getting on everybody's nerves in the house, you knew how to come and calm me down. You loved me. Come on, man, I'm trying to help you, brothers. So, yeah, just because, come on, I want to take you out. I want to show you, hey, I love you. I care about you. See, we, we got these different cliches. I'm in love with you. I love you. I want you. I desire you. I need you. No, care about that person. Care about her heart. Care about, you know, men, care about the things that she already encountered in life before you met her. How about that? Can we just go that route? I know y'all say, well, what about the prophecy? Trust me, you don't even want me to get into that right now. I, I got it up on a computer. I'm just trying to set the stage. I'll probably read because it's two pages. And I want to read it in parts too. All right? Because, see, I'm sharing it because a lot of us, well, I ain't going to say a lot of us, men in general, you know, we go to one woman, to the next woman, to the next woman, and not realize you hurt, you didn't hurt it about three, four women already. You know, you, you talk all good. You got her to the point where when, like, like I did that series, Are Your Walls Fortified? Queens, Are Your Walls Fortified? And I was talking about how the women, how they have to protect themselves, protect your heart, protect your mind, and it's going to help you protect your body. You can't be having all them Joe Blows coming in and out to you like that. That's not healthy. It's not clean. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's a reason why God created our bodies. So, brothers, when you go and connect with a sister, you know, yeah, you know it. You you know the words that you said to get her attention. Now, once you got her attention, you know more words that you said, things that you did, because you had one goal is to get her in that bed and sex her. And after that, hey, Nah, that's not really what I'm on. Yeah, that was good, but nah, I don't want to. Ooh, I see. Ooh, woo. Look at them buns on mama. Mama, my, man, if I could just tap that. See what I'm saying? Now, see, the sister A is out your mind now because, see, you done with her. 
So now you're looking at Sister B. And it's for all nationalities because I have some Asians come talk to me and like they be having me laughing, but the husband and wife, man, they is so hilarious. So I has I met a lot of new people this year during my tax season. All different nationalities. Some Arabs, I got I got some Indians, I got some Koreans, some uh, Chinese, I mean, come on, Vietnamese. I I'm learning all the different cultures and I noticed nothing is not the same. I mean, it's all the same. The men and the women and the, the problems that happens, the situations that occur, they deal with things a little different. But guess what, y'all? We all the same. We all the same. So even with this race thing going on, I don't even know why this tripping, why it's so adamant that a particular race got to prove that they are, are more than everybody else. No, we all the same. We all have the same blood is red. We all got to go to the bathroom and piss. Pee pee. We all got to go and poo poo. We have the same functions. So that shows you we all made the same. It's the mindset, y'all, and how the world has been contaminated from the evil one that was cast out of heaven. He came and contaminated the pure form of what God created man to woman to be. Now, men, we, we, and, and I'm going to deal with the ladies, but right now I want to deal with the brothers because the Lord is about to vindicate the women big time. Now, we already seen it out in the natural, all this Me Too and all this other kind of stuff. And I can really attest to that. Um, I, I, I'm not fall or pro anybody, whatever how you want to say that. But I know for myself, about three times I can literally say in the corporate jobs that I had, I was approached and was asked for sexual um, return or whatever, sexual encounter for position. And I turned it down because, no, ugh, no. This one particular guy, um... I was at Cox Cable. This one particular guy, he was the executive, right? And I was doing, uh, I was a temporary. And that hurt it to my heart because I really loved that job. I was just like, man, they had good benefits and everything. And I was just going through And at that time, I'm thinking about it right now. You see what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about. Thank you, Holy Ghost. See, this is just what I'm talking about. This man didn't even realize that me and my children was homeless. This man just didn't realize that, that was an open door. That God did for me. So I can get me and my children back on, on our feet. And I can have a check to go and get a house for me and my children. But because I wouldn't have sex with him. And I guess he was embarrassed because I'm the same way the way I am now. I wasn't as bold as I am now. But I had I had a mouth on me to the point where I'm not going to let nobody just tell me anything. Uh, uh, because I was going through those those the esteem classes in the shelter, okay. Because I had came out that abuse, that very oh, it was a traumatic domestic abuse, that marriage, that oh my gosh, I would not wish that on my worst enemy. The things that I encountered, and this man did not even take in consideration that I was a young woman trying, and I was going to school. I was a young woman. 
trying to live a decent life. I wasn't trying to be a hoe out here in the street. You see what I'm saying? I wasn't out here sleeping with every Tom, Dick, and Harry so I can get money for them from them to pay my bills. And ladies, don't y'all know, that's prostitution in a whole nother form. I don't care how you try to look at it. If you're exchanging your body and your and sex for material gains, you is a prostitute. Hello. I'm just throwing that out there. I committed myself to say, God, I need your help. And this man, all right, we had a picnic. This man, he was flirting with me. I could tell he was flirting with me. And I was just like, Lord, what to do? And back then, you really didn't know what to do, ladies. You didn't know because you needed your job. So they'll come and rub on you. They'll t- touch you. This man even rubbed on my butt. You see what I'm saying? And I used to cry every time when I got off from work. Now, this particular time, he called himself. And I saw him when locked that door. And I said, oh, Lord, what's going on now? What happened? Yeah, I need to. I, we need to have a conversation, Miss Urban. So he was, like, talking all loud and everything. I said, yes, sir. What's the problem? And I was going to be over so many accounts, right? Right? This man shut the door and came my way. And literally pulled his chair up to mine. He said, I, I love your work ethic. You do your work. You don't conversate with anybody. And I think that's probably what he thought he was going to be to, you know, seduce me. Because I was quiet. When I'm on a job, you guys, I'm on a job. I ain't got time to be making no friends with nobody. You know, I don't go out with my friend. I don't go, I mean, I don't go out with my coworkers. No, no, they have like their little corporate little meetings and parties. That's the closest we're going to get. It's in that ballroom. You see what I'm saying? He's So he put, he had his hands on, he had his hands on his thighs, you know, on top. So I turned my chair around and I'm looking, I'm like, yes, sir. You know, and I, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh my God, what's about to happen? He said, oh, he said, yeah, you have very good work ethics and, you know, I can really see yourself really growing. And, and I'm looking for someone to really be over this department. And it will definitely give you a mighty boost in your pay rate. You know, you'll be salary. You have benefits and yada, yada. Now, as he talking, now one of his hands is on my my leg now. So I'm looking and I'm like, oh, okay, you know. And while his... <laughs> mm. He's rubbing my legs. And so I'm thinking like, okay, this man is about to come on to me. I need my job. <sighs> What's going to happen here, Lord? I'm f- And I started getting so afraid because I didn't know what to do, y'all. Before you know, he had both his hands on my thighs going up and down. He's getting closer to me, right? You know, and I'm backing up like, Whoa, you know, he said, oh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know, it's okay. I'm going to take care of you here. Ain't nobody going to mess with you. I'm going to take care of you, you know. And you could tell he start, he start inching up, you know, and I could tell this dude was arousing. He was getting aroused. I could see his bulge in his pants. So I backed up. I said, oh, no. I said, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, please, please. If I did anything to give you any intentions that I I wanted any type of 
favor or or, 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 or anything. I'm so sorry, please. I need my job. You know, I need my job, you know, and he backed up and he was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, favor? What are you talking about? He switched on me just that fast, y'all. You know, yeah, you're going to need your job. And I just wanted to let you know. And then he started talking loud again. And he hurried up and went open up the door, right? He said, I just want to let you know, continue doing what you're doing. However, if anything occurs that you missing input data or whatever, you know, it will cost you your job. You know, we don't tolerate um, sloppiness and data entry. And I was like, oh, my God. Right then and there, y'all, I was so scared. I said, Lord, what just didn't happen here? I said, I'm not going to have a job. And don't y'all know, the next the next day he didn't come into the office. The next day, my temp circle, I was a temp. The temp service called me and said, Danielle, what happened? They were saying you was doing so good. And they called us and they asked for you not to return back to the office. Um, that for you just to turn in the keys here and we'll... I said, that's not fair. I said, something happened. And because I know, because I didn't finish letting this person do something, this this person calls me my job, you know. And y'all just don't know. I cried and I cried and I cried, you know. And so I went back. I went back. I was like in between the shelter and my mom. And that wasn't, you know, that wasn't a good place. I mean, back then, y'all, mom, if I know you're listening, mom. My mind, me and my mom was not in a good place. You know, my mom was, was not in a good place for me. And I wasn't in a good place for her. So it was like hell there. I'm dealing with the shelter in between, trying to find a job. I got, um, I had four children, but the other two children went by their dad. So I'm dealing with the two babies. And y'all just don't know. So men, men, let me tell y'all. You don't know what that woman is going through. So when you coming at her with your manipulative, seductive tongue, sexual in some windows, all right, you causing that person, some, you, you bringing damage to that person's mindset, that person's heart. So in the prophecy, it was talking about all of that. All right, and that's why I'm just pinpointing some stuff because when I read the prophecy, I really feel some men need to go back and get some stuff straight. Now, I know some situation you can't contact the woman, you know what I'm saying, or the woman probably then passed on and went to heaven. You know, maybe you need to just go, if you have a spouse, you know, if you have a spouse, a woman, a girlfriend or whatever, you know, and if she's mature enough, talk to her. Say, look, babe, I need to get some stuff correct in the atmosphere. Because you got to speak it out. That's what the repentance is all about. You know, that was the word for yesterday. Repentance is a action word. And some men need to repent and get somebody to place that woman that you know. Y'all know. Come on. Y'all know this. Because it was like a little thing. You know, yeah, bruh. Yeah, but I had that, I had that, I had that. Yeah, I'm going to play it from the Himalaya. I got all the women's, you know. Okay, yeah, now some women don't care about all of that. But you know the ones that you know. Men, y'all know the ones that you really know that was into you and you broke their heart. Y'all know. That's the ones you need to go and get correct. And if you can't contact them, you don't know what it is, get a proxy. Get your, get your girl, you know. 
get your sister. It has to be another female, though. All right, because that's what's in the prophecy. It has to be another female, and you take that place. All right, and represent all the females for that person, and all the females that you know you hurt it, broke their heart, you did damage. You know what I'm saying? They rejected you because you thought they wanted you or whatever. How? No matter what it is, y'all. Come on. Damage was done. And when you do this, you're going to feel a breakthrough in your spirit and your soul. And you're going to start seeing some things happening better in your life. Everything that's in our life right now, we're we not, um, we not at our pinnacle. Oh, no, we're not. We're not there. We just, we just, like my old pastor used to say, we just eating the, the icing on, on our outside the cake. You haven't even cut in the cake and really enjoy the cake that God has for you. We all have not enjoyed it. We just playing around on the outside. We just eating the icing. God Almighty want us to jump into that cake and eat it all. He has so much for us in this world. But it's a little bit of things like that with relationships between man and woman. And it's nothing but the devil, the evil one in this world that's separating us. That's causing us to have damage between each other. Because he knows that's where the power lies. Oh my gosh, when you get a man and a woman. that Now I'm not going to say it's going to be perfect. But hey, you know that y'all gelling. That y'all making things happen. You 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 respecting each other's space. You deaf each other. I mean, it's like it's sinking. Yeah, you're gonna go through your little moments, but hey, you know you got her and she got you. That's what counts. Word. That's what counts. And if you got that in a you have that in a relationship, brothers, hold on to it. Pray to the Father in the universe to help you be a better man. Especially, especially let your children, if you have any daughters and your sons, teach the sons, man, how to be men. Don't teach your son how to be a gigolo and how to get over on a woman. You know, like your boy say, it's a man's world, but it's nothing without a woman. You doggone too, and it's not. Because no matter what it is that a man need, he going to need that woman by his side. I don't care if it's the mother, the sister, the auntie. It's going to be a woman if y'all really tell the truth and shame the devil. Really sit down and analyze your life. It's always a woman that came and gave you advice. It was your auntie, your grandma, your your wife that you didn't never listen to because that's wifey. She always trying to tell me what to do. No, not really. She may not be saying in the right tone. All right, brothers, I, I can't say nothing on that. She may not be saying in the right tone, but God put her with you. And, yeah, she is telling you something. And of everything that she done told you, somebody else on the outside of your house then told you the same thing. Now you you doing it because somebody on the outside. I used to always tell mine, and I tell my children this too. What go on the inside the house stays in the inside the house. When we talking among ourselves, hey, you better have an ear for what we saying inside the house. I don't need you to go take nothing from the outside and bring it in here. Because half the time when you start having uh, strife and, and all this other chaotic stuff that happened on the inside, if you go back and research it, if you take responsibility and sit down and really think about the conversation that you ever had, it always because somebody on the outside dropped something in your spirit or your ear. You listened to something and you brought that crap inside and it didn't work. Because our home has a, a covering. Our home has a place. That woman is assigned to you. 
Women, that man is assigned to you. And if you're in a relationship and you don't feel like it's going to work, well, sit down and talk about it. Don't just up and say, I'm gone. This ain't working. We ain't good together. Like, okay, so you was with that person almost three years. This person like, hey, I'm going to build my life with it. And all of a sudden you get up and just walk away. Well, you know what? I feel as a mature adult, sit down and talk about it. You know, like your boy on, what you call him, on, um, what was this movie? I like, I love movies, y'all. I like movies. Um, this movie, uh, uh, it's not the best man. Um, love and hip hop. See what I'm saying? They was best of friends or whatever, and they got caught up with these other people, and it didn't work. But hey, they came together. They went short, shot pool, you know, worked it out. It wasn't no harsh feelings or anything. That's how you leave a relationship. I know sometimes it's not like that. And even with myself, my husband, they abused me very bad. I remember seeing him when I went back home one time. And he, this dude, like, literally fell on his knees and said, I'm sorry, I apologize, you know, by you coming back. That's a sign that God giving me another chance with you. I say, oh, no, that's not. That's not no sign. <laughs> he just giving you an opportunity to give you get your heart right. So he gave him an opportunity to apologize. Yeah, he apologized. My other husband, too. You see? So I know it was kind of raunchy, raunchy. I ain't going to say raunchy, but hey, it's the truth. You know, and sometimes we we, we don't pinpoint certain things. And um, we just say, well, I hear what she's saying, but I really don't know what she's talking about. Okay, so I made a plan for you. I made a plan. I made it plain. So, you know, that's why I put the disclaimer on there. This how I have to bring it so the men can understand. Hey, we want to please you from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. But in the same token, do you care about me? Are you showing me that you want me? Okay. And I don't need, like I said at one time on my Facebook Live on Monday Night Throwdown. I don't need, I was talking about the relationship. I don't need a man to tell me how to make love to him. Okay, I think I'm I'm grown enough and I kind of like know what pleases a man. And that's another thing. Men and women, y'all have to talk about this stuff. Talk about it. But don't force nothing on nobody, y'all. See, that's what I'm talking about. And this is what God is saying. Because it's been forced. The actions have been forced on a woman. You know, we are the mothers. Okay, we the teachers, the doctors, we got to, no matter what, when I'm sick, I remember. When I'm sick, I can't stay home. I got to go to work because I got children I got to take care of. When my children sick, I got to miss work to take them to the doctor, then take them back to school. Or if they can't go back to school, then I don't miss the whole day of work. With no type of financial assistance or anything coming from the father because I trust God. Now, see, that's when you need God, women. To trust God to provide for you while you're going through that little moment of separation. Until you, what, become that single parent by yourself. And, and men, hey, I'm going to get with the women on the next feed because I didn't took up this one. I'm going to get with the women because they do have some men out here that's grinding. I mean, they doing it. The women have walked away from their children, all right? And the men have taken, taken a mantle and raising them children and being there for them. And I kudos to you. And I'm going to talk about the women on the next feed. That's right.
because I feel there's a time that the relationships between man and woman have to solidify itself. We need to come back as a unit to bring the family back together so the children can have a solid structure. But if we still like ping-ponging among each other, no stability there. The children don't see no stability and they see all this in and out. You know, well, how many uncles can you have that are sleeping in your bedroom? Uh-oh, see, I'm messing up now. <laughs> that's what they used to say in the old days. Oh, that's Uncle John, Uncle Joe, Uncle James, Uncle Brian, Uncle. I'm like, wow, oh, okay, hey, Uncle. But then I used to scratch my head. I ain't know Uncle could stay in the same bedroom with my mama. I ain't know my auntie. Hey, come on. I'm just saying. So we we want to build a better moral. We want to go back to the morals and the values of what God ordained from the beginning. So we can have a strong structured family, a unit that man, you see, see that woman is there to help you, man. So that's why that woman don't mind going and get that job and work. But guess what? She gets tired. That's not really even her place. She's supposed to be at home. And women, those that are at home, you're supposed to be handling your business. I'm going to talk about that on next feed. All right? So this Dr. D. Ooh, whoa, this must have was really, really good. Oh, my God. I'm 45 minutes. Let me get off of here. All right, brothers. I love you. Dr. D, love you. But guess what? I know y'all probably know someone that knows someone that knows someone that need to hear this. You know, and like I say, if it's if the shoe fit, hey, wait. If it don't fit, kick, kick it, kick it out, kick it on the side, and just give me an applaud and say, tell it, sister, cause yeah, I know what I be wanting, but if I gotta do that, I'll do it. <laughs> Let me get off of here, y'all. A mess. All right, God bless y'all. This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. Later. All right, women, I'm about to come for you. I'm about to come for you. Okay, so, oh my gosh, this prophecy is four pages. So, I'm going to read the subtype topics, and then I'll come back and expound on each one of them. Um, it says, a season of radical recompense for God's daughters. Um, this is from a young lady out of Australia. Okay, now, I'm excited about this prophecy because I've been decreeing and declaring this in the atmosphere for the last two years. That God is going to vindicate women. All right. And since then. Um, it's been happening. It's been coming for across the television. Uh, some things I'm like. Why they wait so long? You know what I'm saying? Um, even with the situation that I shared. A little part of my experience. That was very heartbroken. And not so much as that. It's just that. I'm trying to get my life together, and this man messing with my money. You know, you messing, you just, you, you just worrying about what's in between your legs. I'm trying to get a check to pay my bills. You see what I'm saying, man? This is what I'm talking about, and this is what I feel that God is saying: enough is enough. You know, um, respect what I've, I've created for you. I've created that woman for you. Pick which one you want and stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Stick with that woman. Well, the subtype, the subtopics are. Um, making a way where there is no way, all right, your destiny. Look how they have remained devoted to me. You know, a lot of women run to the house of God because they've been hurt and broken and toned down and 
men just misused and abused and walked over, disrespected, not valuing. And sad to say, even in the the quote unquote church, the church set, it's still happening because pastors use sisters, you know, they act like they're the man of the church, you know, and I'm not throwing no shade on nobody because I know I got pastors and, and bishops and stuff listening to my program. I'm talking about the one, and like I stated earlier, the shoe fit, you know, is talking to you. Say ouch. Amen. You know, uh, but I've seen this happen, you know. You, you talk to the woman any kind of way. You treat the sister any kind of way, but you're going to make sure that sister going to pick up that collection for you. You're going to make sure that sister is in that kitchen cooking for them dinners to sell after church. Come on, y'all, I'm talking. I, I bet you those those pastors in these churches Making sure, hey, um, sister so and so, well, listen, cause she, I know she gonna get that money for me. But you don't respect them, you don't call them, you don't honor them. You know what I'm saying? As a woman and someone that God sent as a gift, when a man find a wife, find find favor, find his good thing and find favor with God. When a when a when a pastor or a leader have found a God's gift to come into their the church, you know, or to their ministry or to their project, their biz, business, to be that administrator, to be that accountant, to be that person to help push that vision. That woman is there for a reason. That woman is not there for sexual preference. That woman is not there to be beat on with your words and demeaned. You know, and talk to any kind of way because you own the place. You know, and what's going to go on is what I'm going to say go on. Well, God just said right here, he's going to look how they have remained devoted to me. The next topic is a revelation, blueprints, and awakening the authority that was placed in a woman. Uh, This is the season that each woman have been waiting for. So that's another thing, ladies, who's listening. You got to make sure you're in that season. Make sure you are preparing yourself to receive this uncorruptible word. Uh, recompense. Uh, part up in here how he was saying he's going to recompense all the hurt, the brokenness, the tenderness, all the mishaps, the betrayal. God said that he's going to vindicate his daughters. Those that have experienced these type of mechanism in life. And the only way that it came from is from men, period. Now, I know we have our girlfriends that probably didn't slept with our man or something like that. And that teed you off, women. women. You know, yeah, you know, you got to beef with her. You know, so they got to still get that right, too. But this is mainly towards the men to get it right with the women. I believe if more men can stand up and train more men or be that mentor to more men instead of clapping your hands and saying, damn, that's you, that's you. Yeah, that's you. Damn, that's me, that's me. Damn, that's right. Man, that's you, that's you. I thought you was with so-and-so. Yeah, I was with her. But this this, this, this mine's too this week. You know what I'm saying? That, that don't, man, that do not make you look like you're a man. And I know in a, in a man's eyesight, that's like giving y'all egos or whatever. But in God's eyesight, Sorry, now I know I'm going to have these ones going to come on here and say, well, Dr. D, you just all over the place because um, I remember reading in the Bible that David had so many concubines that he couldn't even remember who was what. Yeah, but guess what? I tell everybody too, go read that whole story about David. David paid the price for that too because he was supposed to have been worshiping God and being a king. 
And every concubine that he brought into that household, he had a price to pay for it. And guess what? His son picked up that same little, that little mantle, and it cost him his kingdom too. Having all them different women, having all them different gods, come on, that's contaminating the true and living God out of your life. I know I'm talking. So that word, like I explained on Monday Night Throwdown, that word of God is not there just to be trying to read it for somebody else. That word of God is there for us to read. And God put God allowed them to put certain things in the Bible, all right, to show us examples on what not to do. Come on. And if you do it, this is what's going to happen. This is the consequence. Why people want to take God's grace for granted and say, oh, yeah, but what you going to do this so... You know, I can I can just put the blood of Jesus over myself and I can go on and do what I want to do. Okay, keep playing that little Russian roulette game with yourself. Keep playing that game with yourself, sister. Brother, keep playing with the play, keep playing. Keep playing. God said he about to recompense. Then it got on, then a sudden another subtitle. Suddenly. Okay, I'm gonna read this recompense part. He said, as I look down. At the page of this new chapter, suddenly I saw the Lion of Judah face appeared in the pages and he began to roar. Man, I'm about to shout y'all. Haven't I been saying that? And really, I lived there. I got the Lion of Judah that always catch my back. The Lion of Judah roaring on my behalf. Come on now. This confirming, this confirming my heart. He said there was a violent roar that came from his mouth with such authority the whole earth shook, whoa, at the sound. As he roared, I heard the word recompense shouted over and over and over. Instantly, I knew that the Lord was making a decree about the new chapter he is leading his daughters into. It is a season of radical recompense. Not only will there be recompense for what has been stolen and lost, but what what has been endured by the daughters of God, the battles, the opposition, the heartbreaks, the onslaughts, the betrayal, the abuse. The Lord has seen and now justice of God is going to be demonstrated powerfully. Not only will the Lord restore what was lost, but there is going to be a significant increase in the recompense and the reconstruction, I mean the restoration. Wow, just right there was enough, fellas. Just right there. Wait a minute, what? The Lord gonna do what? Oh, let me go get this. Let me get this out of my heart, out of my spirit. Come on, honey. I need you to be tough. I need you to share. I need to share something. I need to get it out in the atmosphere, and I need to repent. And God told me that if if I repent. He'll be faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. So I'm re- I'm repenting. I'm repenting myself for being this selfish and this act and not respecting the woman for who you created her to be. But you created her to be my helpmate. You didn't create her to be no type of sex toy, no, no type of uh, fulfillment of sexual preferences. You created her to be my helpmate. And I want it to be restored back to me in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So that's all I'm going to say on that one. That was kind of short and sweet. Uh, And then throughout the day, if I feel, you know, I'll go back 
But I really, that was heavy on my heart. And um, y'all brothers, y'all the best. I love my brothers, especially my black brothers. I love you guys. I'm telling you. Y'all mean the world to me. I'll fight for you. But you know what? When am I going to have a brother that's going to fight for me? That's what the average sister is saying in her heart. The average sister, I know for a fact, that's saying that in, to God. When am I just going to be able to be a friend to a brother that's not going to try to size me up and fill me up? When, when can I run into a true man of God that's going to love me for what they see in me? What I can contribute? What I'm all about? Without even wanting to sex me or want to touch me? Come on, y'all. See, this is serious. Because, see, when that happens, oh, that's when that boom factor going to happen, y'all. And that's what I'm waiting on. I know mine's coming. I don't know how and I don't know when, y'all, <laughs> ladies, but I know it's coming. Oh, yes, it is. And I'm waiting for it. So, brothers, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, for every man that have listened to this. There are many series that I've shared my heart, and I feel this is in your heart. To make it plain, you say, write the vision down, make it plain. Well, I spoke the vision that you want your men to begin to respect the women, treat the women right, uh, value them, you know, uh, show respect, care for them, all right, in Jesus' name. And Father will give you strength to do that, brothers, okay? If you have a wayward, a, a wayward lady in your life right now, well, pray for her, cover her. You know what? Just start showing that you care about her with the little bitty things. It's the little bitty things. You know what I'm saying? Leave a little sticky note on the refrigerator. You know, you get up and go fix breakfast. You know, you make sure she have gas in her car. You make sure the car is clean. You make sure, wait a minute, you know what? I got this. What you need from the store? Give me the list. Write it down so I can remember what kind you like, what brand. Matter of fact, take the pictures of what you need me to do, and I'll go do it for them. You go and rest yourself. See, things like that, brother, that's what we look for. We look for the little bitty things like that. Now, yeah, I know they got some sisters that's all high maintenance, and I'm going to talk about that on my, my next feed. And the sisters ain't going to get away. Y'all not getting away either. You know, we, we got a part to play too. All right. But it's so important for the man because he's the, he's the, the king of the castle. He's, he's the king of the jungle. God made him to be king. So, men, y'all got a responsibility. Don't you know you got to give an account for everything that we have done in the earth? Oh, I thought God blotted that out. I thought everything one side except Jesus. I thought, wait a minute, somebody lied to me. Wait a minute, you mean to tell me I'm still going to get you? Okay, listen to me. When you accept Christ in your life, that day, everything is wiped away. But you know, as we grow in Christ, we slip up. Hey, it's edible. It's going to happen. How I know it's going to happen? Because Jesus said it was going to happen. He said, and because I know it's going to happen, I'm going to leave you some help. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. That's the comforter. That's that gut feeling that you always have. That something told me. You know, that thing that's talking to you and you're like, oh, I shouldn't do that. No, nah, I ain't doing that. See, that's your, that's, how you say, that's your conscience. All those mechanisms are working on your behalf because God made you that way. God made you that way. Come on, brothers, y'all can do this. Y'all can do this. Don't y'all know if everybody will do this here, 
in their community. You'll start a movement. And you'll see a difference in the community. You'll see joy and peace in them homes. That neighborhood will be, will be changed because of one act of one man. Hello. I know what I'm talking about. So I'm out. Peace. This Dr. D with the Boom Factor. It's all good, y'all. What's up, what's up, what's up, you guys? This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. All right, all right, all right. I think I'm going to share this here part. Uh, you guys can go to the Elijah List. Elijah List. E-L-I-J-A-H List. And uh, search for A Season of Radical Recompense for God's Daughters. It was posted on August 15th from the death of Steve Schultz. And so I'm going to read this on behalf of a man speaking up for women. Um, This is from his death. He said, women of God, this is one word from the Lord through Lane Verzer that you don't want to miss out on reading. And I mean really reading it thoroughly over and over again. This word that Lana recently sent out is a now word that both women and men need to hear. And especially men, we need to support the women that God is mightily raising up in this day. Just read this most profound and powerful revelation by Lana. Instantly, I knew that the Lord was making a decree about the new chapter he is leading his daughters into. It is a season of radical recompense. Not only will there be recompense for what has been stolen and lost, but what has been endured by the daughters of God, the battles, the onslaughts, the opposition, the hate, the hurt. The Lord has seen and now the justice of God is going to be demonstrated powerfully. Not only will the Lord restore what was lost, but there will there be, I mean, I'm sorry, but there is going to be significant increase in the recompense and restoration. I pray all of God's daughters out there receive the most incredible radical re- recompense that only comes from the Heavenly Father. Please do me a favor and forward this most extravagant word from the Father above to everyone you know, especially to those women that have been hurt throughout their life. Well, um, brothers, uh, that's just the title of that. Man, I didn't realize how long this word is. I mean, this is like, I put it on my computer. I thought it was two pages, and when I pulled it up on a PDF, so I can finish reading to you guys. It's four pages long. So you guys got to go and read it. All right. Um, this is not a judgment word. I believe that just like in every generation, every nationality, every um, set of people, God vindicates. All right. And it's so important that we understand our role in this world. And um, just me, myself, you know, I cry out to God a lot to try to get some clarity and understanding on how things just work 
why things are the way they are, why um, women are treated differently than men treated, treated, you know, we, you know, why we have to endure so much and men feel like they get over on, they can get away with stuff. And, you know, I, I cry out. I always talking to daddy guy. I want to know. I'm trying to understand this, this late, this thing called life. Right. But at the end of the day, it's all about a personal relationship with God of the universe. And I know everybody have their own opinion. And as I stated in the beginning, in a disclaimer, this is not for everybody. If it don't fit you, don't be offended. But they do have individuals out there that just living a life just thinking like, you know, they can just do what they want to people, treat people any kind of way, and just feel like, hey, life is gravy. But at the end of life, is a consequence. So, um, it's not like I have friends anyway, <laughs> you know, and hey, if it, if God want to use me to take that stand to be the voice to try to make some things plain enough so we can like, wait a minute. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. My woman has been here for me. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I do give her a lot of flack. I need to straighten up, you know, and I believe as a man, if the woman can see the man change and trying to live that better life to be that man in the household, that father in the household, the one that's caring and, and loving, you know, because men, we are, you are charged to love that woman as the weaker vessel. You see, it's like it's not really being, excuse, not really being taught. Men are not really, I don't know, they have some men out here that's doing it, but overall, if you look at the whole perspective, Men are not really being taught how to be the real man from the old values. And I know a lot of people, you know, going to say, well, we in the 21st century. Things ain't just not like they were. Well, I beg the different. I believe the word of God tells us from generation to generation to generation, pass it down. What has happened is not being passed down. And that's why we see the chaos now in family households. We see the, the 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 chaos between man and woman. You know, the enemy can't stand a woman, but he uses the woman. Listen, he can't stand the woman because the woman has the power to crush his head. And, he, and the woman has done that by giving birth to Jesus. And Jesus came and defended and, and defeated him in his earth. So now he has to use the woman... He bring the kingdom down. Just think about the power of the woman, man. Men, come on. Just think about it. If y'all really be on y'all guard and read the Proverbs. I had my son to read the Proverbs when he was young because that's who the enemy used. If you think about all the situations in the Bible, even in the world, if you want to bring a man down, what you do? You send him a woman. Come on. I know I'm talking truth. And that woman will come in with them seducing spirits and sway you and fill every void that you ever was voided. She gonna make he gonna make sure she gonna fulfill everything until he get what he want. And now he got ammunition. And before you know it, boom shakalaka. It got you. The power of a woman. Now, on the flip side of that, 
Because of that, the woman takes a lot of flight. So, brothers, all my nationalities, my white brothers, my Asian brothers, my Korean brothers, my Vietnamese brothers, all my brothers from another mother. (laughs) I always say that. I love you, my brothers. But God calling you higher. Can can we can we can you can we do this? Can we start this movement of men of all nationalities to start covering the woman? Even when you see them out there in the street, pray for them. You know, if you gotta stop your car and say, My sister, are you all right? Why are you out here? Now yeah, she's gonna get cocky and stuff. Why you worrying about it? I'm just doing what I need to do. With you, well, why are you worrying about me? Okay, yeah, you're going to get all that. But if you show her that as a man, well, sister, I just want to let you know that I'm praying for you or you need something. Look, I got $20. I don't want nothing from you. Go get you something to eat. You don't have to go see a jock today. Go sit and go get you something to eat. You don't have to trick today. You don't have to sell your body to go and feed your children. Here, matter of fact, here, take $40. Go home. Get off the street today. Don't you know that'll be a positive seed that that woman say, whoa. Okay. And let her know God loves you and he created you to be special in this earth. That's all you have to say. You may not have $24, but you have a positive word. Men, you have a positive word that you can share with that young lady. I know I'm talking. It may not be right, but I know it may be tight, but I know it's right. I go, I have to, I go at this bus stop when I go get my barbecue. And up in that little area, that's all you see, walking up and down. They come sit at the bus stop. Say, how you doing, sweetheart? What's up? How you doing, ma'am? God loves you. You know, you be careful out here. Can I pray for you? Can I pray protection over you? They look at me like, pray for me. You want to pray for me? Yeah, I want to pray for you. I want to, I want to pray that God protect you while, while you out here because it's dangerous out here. You know, I'm not trying to judge her. But by me planting that seed in her ears that, wow, this lady don't even know me and she want to pray for me. When she go back home, God got something to work with now. The universe got something positive to work with to overshadow all that negativism that she got to deal with because she's just trying to pay her bills, brothers. You know, she's selling her body, trying to pay her bills because nobody never really took time and, and told her, hey, you special in this world. You have a future. You don't have to be out here like this. Because, see, the next call she get into, brothers, that can be her last breath, her last breath. Because it got some crazy maniacs out here. Crazy maniacs. Some things and some real stuff happening behind the scenes, brothers, that they're kidnapping these women and girls and boys, and they're raping them, they're cutting their body parts off, and they're selling them in the black market, selling their organs. This for real. This is stuff that's happening out here. So, so before you want to get jacked off and get a a, a, a a relief, 
away from your woman, away from your wife. Think about that life that's jacking you off. Why she's doing it. Why he's doing it. Just trying to take care of their house, trying to take care of their children. Some of them don't have the the strength in the in the say no power like I did to prevent me from going out there. Cause hey, you never know what happens in people's lives. I don't know why I didn't turn trick. I didn't know why that I didn't allow the executive um of the director at that division at that time in my life. Why I didn't let him seduce me in that chair right there in that office. Only God knew he gave me that 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 will were all, you know what I'm saying? To say no and to have I knew I was gonna lose that job. I already knew it. The way how he just switched on me. That's where I get the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. If y'all ever hear me ministering and talking, you know, on Monday night throwdown. And I be talking about how people have a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde personality. That's one right there. How he just switched, you know. He won't talk all low and everything. But then when he didn't get what he wanted, he won't talk all loud. Gonna go back and open up the door right quick. You know what I'm saying? Trying to play stuff off. Man, it's a real world out here, brothers. It's a real world out here for us sisters. It's real. And we go through some stuff, man, just trying to make it, man. And I just want to encourage y'all. I, I didn't do this to man bash nobody. You know, I just want to get that clear. And I said that in the beginning. You know, and, and, and men, I know y'all got to deal with a lot of crap too, especially men of color. You know what I'm saying? Latinos, African-Americans, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got to deal with a lot, bro. I understand. I understand. Oh, do I understand? That's why I stood by my man. Even though it was almost 19 years of abuse, I stood by my husband. I I tried my best because I already knew what he was facing. But in the same token, do I stay with a man that's going to beat the hell out of me every day because he can't find his way? And I got children to raise? Or do I just walk away and say, you know what? You got to deal with this yourself because, hey, somebody got to be strong and take care of these babies. It make no sense. You ain't going to take care of them because you ain't doing it now. You see where I'm going? A lot of other women going through the same thing. So um, I pray that all God's daughters out there receive the most incredible radical recompense. That was just his thoughts on it. But then when you go down and start reading the shift, it says, uh, I'm just going to read the first paragraph of it. It says, Daughters of God, this is a significant moment for you. This is a significant season. The battle has been so intense because of tremendous breakthrough the Lord has for you. The battle has been intense because of the new chapter of the Lord is opening up over your life. It's not something to fear. It's something to rejoice in. For the enemy has used many devices to come against you, many of your, many of you, time and time again, attempt attempt to shift you. The enemy attempt to shift you, but the Lord is decreeing that He is now shifting you. Um, the Bible tells us, uh, I forgot where that is, that Jesus was telling Peter that the enemy came to him and and wanted to shift Peter as weak. If you know how 
in the old in the old day we had this this um this shifter they call it a shifter it was a, a aluminum thing with a a handle and it pulled a flower in it and I had to literally if you didn't turn it they had some more professional ones turn but that still was old school right so ironic another memory right for throwback thursday and then they have this kind that you shake well when you put that flower in there when you shake it you're shifting it because sometimes the the flower have fragments in it you see and they had like this net it was a aluminum net that it it didn't fall through so when you shift that flower the the pure granite flower will go through and anything that was hard, the rocks or whatever, solid, whatever that the fragment was, it stayed. So you can take that flour. Now you can make your bread, your pancakes, your hot cakes. Well, they call it um, hot cakes at that time. Um, so that's what Satan told Jesus. Look, I'm going to shift him, meaning he was going to come at Peter. But Jesus told Peter, Satan came company to shift you like wheat but i've already prayed for you and once you convert it go back and strengthen your brethren so i believe this is what god is telling the men that the devil have used you to shift he won't he has used you to cause damage to to women but i've prayed for you meaning i'm gonna send the alarm i'm gonna sound the alarm and with that prayer it's going to shift some things in the atmosphere now. When you yield yourself to the change, to the mindset of, of repentance, you know, meaning sorry for our hearts, um, putting something to action, um, repenting on behalf of other men. Um, I believe um, T.J. Jakes did that one time. Come to think of it, you know, I'm, it's all coming back to me now. T.J. Jakes did that. That's how he had started the manpower movement. You know, and then all of a sudden he started integrating that with the women. I felt, I still feel that some things should be separate. Because, see, when you start in, intertwining men and women, the men won't be vulnerable enough to say, you know what, yeah, that's me. They got to keep that facade like, hey, I'm the man, I'm strong, I'm, I, you know, I can't show no vulnerability. You know, and so it was a powerful movement, and I believe when they start integrating that with the women, Things changed. I don't know. That's just my. That's my opinion. Hey, ain't saying nothing about. It. That's my opinion. I just feel that some things should be separate. So, brothers, um, what's being said here to the women? Uh, the enemy have come. Thought that. Uh, let me just go back. For the enemy has come against many of you, time and time again to. Attempt to shift you, but the Lord is decreeing that he is now shifting you. He is moving you. You are not going to remain in the same place. The Lord is building momentum in your life, and he is moving you. He is moving circumstances, moving mountains, removing boulders, and making a way where there is no way. Um, then they're trying to promote their little book. And say the Lord is opening this new chapter in the book of destiny that he has written over your life. And the things will not remain the same. I want you to hear today, hear, hear this today. I felt it strongly on the heart of God for you that the enemy has told so many of you that things will never change, that 
That's a lie. The opposite is true. The Lord is shifting and changing things. Even if you don't see it in the natural, the Lord is making a way where there previously has been no way. For many of you, there have been great giants in the land for so long, and they have and they have refused to move. They have continued to taunt, oppress, depress, <laughs> uh, and torment you. Where those giants are being driven out of the land by the hand of God, the Lord is moving powerfully, even if you don't see it. He is setting things up that are far beyond the dream. And then she goes on. It is so much, you guys. Oh, my God. It'll take forever for me to read all this. Um, What I've done and what I'm seeing, all of a sudden, like, they're starting this all over again. They have some, some men being exposed. Preachers being exposed. Um, it's The exposure is still coming forth. And I believe this is part of what is happening with this prophecy. That that God is unpeeling. Like they say, he's, re, he's unveiling all the wrong that has been done towards women. Alright? And so with that said, brothers, um, just do your part. Just do your part. And if if you own that right path, stay on that right path, and be a mentor. That I, I believe this is my only thing that I'm trying. I'm 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 begging of the brothers that's listening to me underneath the sound of my voice. Be that that brother, that man, to that woman, to that sister, friend, that colleague. Now I know even in the workplace you gotta be careful so you won't be caught up into no type of sexual harassment or whatever. But if you see something happening that a man is disrespecting a woman right in front of your face, that's when you should be a man and say, 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 boy, wait, wait, wait. I think you could talk to her better than that. You know, and yeah, they might get cocky. Who are you? This ain't your business. You're right. It's not my business, but that's still a woman. That's God's daughter. You know, and I feel like even if that's a manager talking to a coworker, you should be able to say something, you know, or be prayerful. Just use some wisdom. I know things have changed. You know, I guess y'all say, well, Dr. D, you asking too much. Now, nah, this is just too much. I ain't getting in nobody's business. Well, you know what? That's the problem. Nobody ain't saying nothing. Nobody ain't doing nothing. And that's why things are going the way they're going. Touche. Because, see, when I'm in the street and I see certain things, like I see the young boys with their pants hanging down, hey, I'm walking in authority that God gave me. Say, say, bro, wait, won't you pull your pants up, baby? I don't want to see you. You are a king. Kings don't walk around with their pants on. They have crowns on in rows. You a king, my son. Pull your pants up. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm serious, y'all. They pull their pants up. And I talk to them. Now, yeah, they might, once they get out of my, my eyesight, they might still sag, but at least I planted. See, the whole thing is, you guys, planting the seed of right doing. Planting the seed of right. Planting the seed of morals again in someone's hearing. Faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God. It's not always the word of God, but... 
Faith comes by hearing whatever words that you are saying to them. They're hearing it. If they don't hear nobody telling them anything that, hey, that's not wrong, that's a sign that you're saying, hey, you saying, hey, my pants down, I'm ready for you, you can come get my booty. That's what it really means when you go to jail. That's what that really means. See? And they probably have another meaning, per se, behind that meaning that I'm not even going to go into. All right, y'all, I've been on here too long. Oh, yeah, 15 minutes. I'm over 15 minutes. All right, that's all I'm going to say on that. Um, My brothers, I love you. Yeah. That's all I got to say on that. All right, my sisters, y'all listening? About to hit it home for for the women now. All right, later. I wanted to call into your segment and I hear what you're trying to call out and I do appreciate it and thank God I feel like I'm on the right side of the path of, of, of life right now in a way but you know the women are talking about abuse a lot you know and believe it or not it all boils down to kind of like what you're talking about man is made for woman and woman is made for man both need to be that with that symbiotic relationship you know and understand it but here's one thing that is affecting boys and men drastically for the last 40 years there are less teachers to be teachers boys to teach them how to be men and that leaves a whole avenue of immaturity emotional distress depression anxiety which leads on to abuse of others and to be abused 